I have prescriptions. They call them baby bifocals, and they're, and they're mm-hmm. is it transitional? You know, so it, it just kind of blends. Like my <clears throat> far sightedness is good. Mm-hmm. It's great, actually. Yeah. Um, here, test me. Just when you get up close. Yeah, it's just the up close thing, and, and it's gotten progressively worse, which my eye doctor told me was going to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's called a uh, progressive lens, progressive edition lens, PAL. PAL. There's a, yes. It used to be the bifocal was like a, like a, a zone. W- you had a big line across. Right. But then they had a new technology allows it to hide hides the line. Which is good so, because I think, you know, like, I think that if you have a big line in your glass, it sort of ages you right away. Yeah. You know? They used to have what they called an executive bifocal, where the line went all the way across the bottom. It was like, uh, I don't know why they called it the executive The executive? Bifocal. Yeah. Because apparently, you can only be the executive if you get in a certain age, you can't see up close. There you go. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's gotten to be... Well, here's the other thing he told me, though. He said... But just so you know, the more you wear these, the more you're going to need to wear them. Mm. And the worse it's going to get. Yeah. And I'm like, well, then I don't want to wear them. <laughs> yeah. They have new drops out now. I don't know if you've heard about these. That what they do is they, um, they shrink your pupil size down and give you more depth of focus. What? So it doesn't like fix the issue, but it kind of masks it. It looks like a camera. It shrinks the aperture down. So you have more depth of so you have more range that you can see clearly over. They're eye drops. So, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember what they're called now. They've come out in the last year or two, and kind of. I never prescribed them because they were just coming out as I was kind of getting out. Yeah. But um, the uh, yeah, I've heard they they work pretty well, and it's it's a just such a small dose of this medication that it like it wears off after six to eight hours. But like you know, you go get drops to like dilate your pupil. There's drops yeah. that do the opposite where they shrink your pupil down. And, and it, how, how long do you think it lasts? I mean, it, it would last for like the working day. Like, <clears throat> oh, so, so just daily drops? Yeah, so you put a drop in in the morning and it lasts several hours from what I understand. So, Well, that's interesting. Um, I think I'd probably be more apt to do that than wear them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because it's, uh, you know, growing up never having contacts or glasses it's the last thing I think about and mm-hmm. it, and it becomes a nuisance, particularly if you're outside and you're trying to read something like yeah. good luck. On a, on oh, right. Like this. Yeah. yeah. This is never going to happen. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, you should ask about those drops cause they, yeah, I've heard, I've heard they work well. They only, they work for like the early stages of the reading vision issue. Mm-hmm. Like eventually you need reading glasses and bifocals yeah. cause it gets, it gets more significant, but, but yeah, for, for early presbyopes or what what it's called presbyopia when you lose your reading vision ability yeah so early presbyopia the drops work well later presbyopia not as well but yeah. what what is the the correlation to that and needing um so like my phone for example like my kids have their phone brightness down like really really low mm, yeah and they'll like look at this and i can't see anything at all <laughs> and they're like oh sorry grandpa and then they turn it all the way up you know is there a correlation to that too yeah yeah so 
more lighting well part of it too is the brighter it is it's going to shrink your pupil down a little bit as well so that's going to give you more depth of focus but i think too just brighter gives you so even if it's a little blurry if it's brighter you can kind of make it out like blur plus darkness is like that's the worst so a little bit of brightness kind of helps see it a little better but yeah Man, this is 50. <laughs> my wife always gets something like I, I turn the brightness down a ways and she's always i can't like why do you turn your brightness down all the way like it hurts my eyes when it's all the way up anymore really? like it's like but. no i can't i can't see it at all unless it's all almost all the way up and i went back to this too i don't know if you here if you've ever done this but oh i didn't know scale. you could do that I didn't know you could do that. Do I you do have, this for... Yeah, 50,000 unready emails. 50, oh, I shouldn't have let you see that. 50,000 unread emails. How many of those are for me? <laughs> I read all of yours. No, I think you'll... you what, So that's that's obviously an issue, but yeah. I think you'll like the unread text message number as well. 95, wow. 95 wow. unread text messages. Yeah. Some, some person I met out and about um, doing something musical who wanted to collaborate you know, reached out and said, Hey, are you ignoring me? Oh, I'm like, uh, no. Well, yeah, you and, and 94 other people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see that would, I'm, I'm OCD enough to like, if I see a little red circle, it's like, I gotta, you're like, Oh, I gotta get to I it. I gotta get that red circle out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the world needs both kinds of people really. <laughs> true. True. Yeah. That's right. The yin to your yang. (laughs) Oh, no, the grayscale. So the grayscale. Um, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. So I like it because it makes your apps less engaging. Mm, So if I'm, you know, if I do something on social, it happens every day. If I do something on social media and I pop in there to do it. I'm like, ooh, ooh, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. in grayscale, it just doesn't hit the same. So even in the app, it's in yeah. grayscale. Yeah. It's like yeah. the pictures in Facebook are grayscale. As you know. Yeah. So there's Instagram. Wow, that is. You know, and they always hit me with ads, you know. Yeah. And ads are far less attractive when they're in black and white, just the way it is. That's really interesting. Yep. Did you intend to do that? Yeah, or? I did it on purpose. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I did it once before <clears throat> and then I took it off because a lot of times I'll screenshot something and then post yeah. it to social media. And in my 50 um, year old brain, I was like, well, if I screenshot it in grayscale and I post it in social media, it's going to be posted in grayscale. And I don't want that. Mm-hmm. So I was talking to Logan last night. And he's like, or yesterday or whatever. And he goes, um, dad, that's not how that works. Really? If you screenshot it in grayscale and post it, it's still going to show up as a colored image. It does. To, to the recipients. Yeah. That's kind of blows my mind. Yeah. Yeah. And it just knows the file knows what colors it should be. Then mm-hmm. he said something, <clears throat> he said the way he explained it was perfect. And of course it's gone, but the way he explained it was it's only for the viewer somebody's at my door hmm. who is this person what does he have what is all that you know you never know, never know. you He's actually can relate to that i'm sure right because you've just Still, built yeah. a new home people yeah. are always showing up yeah you know you like you want to hurry to get in mm-hmm. and and it took a year um but even though 
there are still things that are that are not quite 100 percent done yeah people are always showing up around here just to show up to do stuff mm -hmm. we, we had a guy yesterday over the lunch hour came to i think to talk about like pet or uh pest control yep. do you do you get those like there's like three different well, companies those guys around that they just show up yeah they're like that's like the kids with the candy bars yeah like they just show up <laughs> you know yeah those pest guys are yeah. no offense to the pest guys but they're they're a little aggressive <laughs> well, we I, have I a didn't guy. answer the door actually so I, nah. it's like yeah. uh, we have we have a guy we've got a guy that we use that we've used for a long time because if i see a hint of any kind of a spider mm. it's either mm -hmm. you got to get the pest guy out or just burn the house down and move sort of <laughs> yeah you know um and so we got this guy and he's he's fine and and uh he's he's a little crazy um <laughs> he's a character but you know he's he's good and does a good job and and my mother-in-law uses him that's how we got mm -hmm. a hold of him nice um but yeah they, they just they'll just walk the neighbor of these pest guys yeah and they always say the same thing they're like well my neighbors are you're all your neighbors are using us you right know? right yeah uh -huh. yeah my wife had one the other day and he was like listing off all these people's names and like we just moved here we, like, we don't you could be telling us do you know what I just saw drive by right now? Yeah. A pest guy. I, I promise you, I just saw a pest truck. Yeah, so the Smiths and the Johnsons and the Bakers. Yeah. yeah, they all use us. Yeah, Mosquito Squad. There he goes. There you go. But On out here, you... I mean, you well, got to have it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, it's it gets a bit... Uh, yeah, it gets a bit buggy. next to the water, I bet. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Cool. So you were asking me... Let's say, speaking of the water, yeah. Good transition. Yeah. <laughs> You're natural, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we had 30 middle schoolers over here. Wow. On Friday for, uh, you know, it was the last day of school for the kids. Mm -hmm. and so Cam had some of his buddies on Thursday. That was his last day. Kind of a and trial run a little bit. Yeah, and that, and that was, and it really was. Yeah. Um, because they wanted to go tubing, and I've never hooked a tube up to that thing and I don't I mean yeah I do it. I'm like looking at the I'm not kidding you I was I was YouTube I'm, this might sound stupid but I don't want a tube to go disconnecting from the boat okay oh yeah right and so I'm like where do I tie the rope mm -hmm. how do I tie the rope is it just a simple you know yeah. on the back <laughs> there or do I have to tie it up? and it depends on the activity you know if yeah. you got a wakeboarder you got to put it up high if you're sure. just tubing just pull it from the back I'm YouTubing all this stuff yeah um, does the rope come with a like a loop in it to it hook does. in or is it do you have to like tie your own do you have to learn the sailor knots I know that's the other thing like, <laughs> I'm not kidding I was googling on YouTube before I look, yeah. even looked at the back of the boat I'm like I better get, get up to the speed of my knots and I was no yeah. boy scout I know that's <laughs> going to surprise you <laughs> Uh, I was indoorsy, still am. Yeah. Um, well, but, my Boy Scout experience, we just learned the same three knots every time. But <laughs> every meeting, we did the same three knots. But you're a master of those knots. Well, <laughs> I'd have to review. <laughs> one was the triple half hitch, but I don't remember how to tie it. So I, I remember the name. That, what so. do you use that one for? Towing things? Probably. You don't even tie Tying down to a tent. Like a tent stake or oh, something like that. Maybe. Yeah, I'd have to yeah. review those, but yeah. In, anyways, yeah. there's something to it. Yeah, and and <clears> it <throat> is. It's. I think that's like riding a bike. I, I used to have a lawn service years ago, mm -hmm. and so I was always tying knots. You know, tying the, the mowers down or or whatever. You know, the, the equipment. And 
I got really good at these secure tie downs mm, that were yeah. simple to undo, you know, every single time. Um, and then you stop doing it and it's like, boop, yeah. gone, you know? Yeah. So, you know, who's good at tying down, like at the furniture mart. Have you been there oh, lately yeah. when they, they've got that system. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, I don't even know how they do it, but it's, you pull one string and it all comes apart. And it's like super. And you get yeah, secure do going down, you know, the interstate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. At seventy. Yeah, yeah. They do a good job with a mattress, <laughs> or a or a desk, or a whatever. Yeah, yeah. Don't no, it was good that. though. Thursday was a dry run, uh, not dry run. It was it was a literal wet run um, of having kids over and tubing and stuff. And mm-hmm. and um, and here's the benefit of that. So number one, there were only a few kids. Number two, the lake was dead. Like nobody was out there. Mm-hmm. You know, so I could really kind of do it. But I made like. The classic mistake. First thing, like I had the tube secured and everything seemed like it was trending in the right direction. And we get out there just past the no wake zone. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I realized that I had made a critical error. Is that and what, uh, those, see, see those buoys, buoys are? are out? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Got out there. I made a critical error. And the critical error was that I wasn't keeping track of the very, very long tube rope, mm. which was all the way in the water, all of it, and caught mm. on something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I bet that that rope is wrapped around the propeller now. Oh, no. And I got these kids out here ready to go, and I'm ill-equipped to get... In the water, under the water, yeah. to get this rope off there. Wow. And I just sat, I just, and, oh, and, so the, I, I killed it. I killed the engine. <laughs> and, um, and it's just sitting there, you know, the boat. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, okay, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? It couldn't be that hard. I'm sure it happens all the time. <laughs> But it's a bit breezy and the boat's drifting. Oh, yeah. Wow. And so I'm kind of like thinking and I'm, I'm hoping that's not the case. And I'm like trying to get the rope from just the back of the boat, just trying to get it free, just trying to get it loose to see. Maybe mm-hmm. it's not caught under the propeller. And you can't mm-hmm. see it because the propeller is, it's, it's an inboard. So it's under the boat mm-hmm. and it faces okay. the other direction. So you can't so see, you can't, you can't like just tilt see it up it. to get it. No, not bottom. like that. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. So then I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to get that rope loosened, you know, just trying to like, come on, man, come on, man, just this, this, <laughs> just this time, you know, I'll never make this mistake again. And I'm like, oh, wow, I got it all the way. Right. So wow. it wasn't just like the, it hadn't got under there and wrapped around. There. It was caught on something, but I don't know what, but it came out. No problem. Okay. But then I look and the boat has drifted. And you can't really get an, a, an appreciation for the for the distance, but from those buoys, see that white house, the second one from the uh-huh. from the right. Yeah, I'm basically on their beach now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh oh, <laughs> I got to get out of here, right? So, anyway, that's 
yeah. Wendy Lichtenberger's brother. Oh, okay. My grew up with him. So yeah, I was like, okay. well, if I'm going to beach cool. my boat on anybody's <laughs> at least it's him. That's the place to. But so you got going again. It was deep enough. It was fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was deep enough. No problem. Got out of there. Took the kids around, which again was a good dry run because it was just three three boys. Mm-hmm. Um, and And then the next day, it was literally, you know, 30 kids. Mm-hmm. Of which I had four on the tube, and probably eight in the boat, really? at any given time. Wow, mm-hmm. man! God bless you for taking. I'm sure everybody had a lot of fun. That's they awesome. had fun. I had the I had the the uh, the conversation with them all in the garage before we did anything. I was like, "Look, happy summer. Glad you're here. Mm-hmm. I know it's exciting. We're going to celebrate and have a good time, but don't do anything stupid." Right. I'm going to be careful with you guys. Please take care of yourselves and each other here. I don't want any head injuries off the dock. You you know what I mean? Because like we had just different things, you know, like little, little boats that they can take out and -hmm. and paddle boards and things. And I'm like, I, I, you know, yeah, that's a big responsibility. Yeah, it really, really is. And there, you know, these are 14, you know, 12 to 14, 15 year old kids and everything. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, probably all more responsible and better swimmers than my children. <laughs> um, but, dude, yeah, it it was a little, mm-hmm. a little overwhelming. You know, just you just don't want to. Yeah. You don't want to have. You can't possibly have your eyes on every single one of them at all, at all times. Yeah, but yeah, thirty. Yeah. So mm-hmm. are they like? Let's let's do it again next weekend. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, I think they are. I think they're coming over. Um, I don't know. There's a there's uh, an array of children coming over maybe mm-hmm. Friday Saturday. Awesome, yeah. But that's what it's about. Like we want our kids here. Yeah. Um, we want them to want to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, we want them outside. Yeah. Uh, and um, and and we want them to have their have their friends here. You know, we want them to have a good time. And so that was the the main driver of of being out here. Mm-hmm. Really, um, is so that um, they'll always want to be around. Right. As opposed to always want to be away. Yeah. And then we have to be actively involved because they can't drive the boat. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they don't know how to tie a sailor's knot. (laughs) 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 They don't know how to do that stuff. Um, Those will be great, great memories and great experiences for, they'll remember those all their lives. I remember we had a, oh, thanks. uh, In high school, my parents had a boat for like three or four years. And that was like taught us how to ski and and really? had a tube and that that was just oh man I still love those memories. I, I, it's been so long I don't know if I could get up anymore. You but, can, but that that would be yeah that'd be, that's so much fun. You can and you will. <laughs> Do you have skis? I have a wakeboard. Okay, for somebody okay. of your size. I've never tried the wakeboarding. Have you snowboarded though? I have. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You'll love wakeboarding. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That would, that would be sweet. I would love that. That that, and then also, um, you can surf behind it. Okay. Just directly behind it, so no rope, just a little surfboard. How does that work? So, I saw this. We went on vacation, family vacation, a couple of years ago, and uh, I saw a boat mm-hmm. that was like this in the water, you know. And there was a guy right behind it, mm-hmm. not on a wakeboard, just like on a surfboard, no rope, just surfing. And I thought. That is Does the it coolest thing. Pull you, tor or 
there's some physics involved. There are. So what you do, what they do is there are ballasts that fill with water and sink the back of the boat. Okay. It's like this in the water. And because of that, it creates a wave right behind the boat. Really? Yeah. You can walk right off the back of the boat, right onto your surfboard and never, you don't have to get like with a wakeboard, you have to get completely submerged and skis too, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Completely submerged. And then, and then as soon as that boat launches out, you get to hold on for dear life. You know, you're like this. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is not like that. Wow. I was like, that's so cool, you know? Is, and so, yeah. Um, yeah, that was one of the things that we wanted to do because it looks fairly easy, you mm -hmm. know? Um, low barrier of entry. Yeah. So that Sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Do that and come out and fish and do all that, all that stuff. You, know? mm -hmm. you, you, your kids, your wife. Yeah. Mm. So did you guys fish then with, when Cam's friends were here? We didn't. Um, I didn't. There was a window of time for mm -hmm. activities. Mm -hmm. And they wanted to make sure that part of that um, was um, video gaming. Okay. <laughs> so they tubed, they tubed and they played video games. Cool. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was great. Man. And I told Kayla, Kayla's friends wanted to fish. And I'm like... I just know that when they had like a field trip to two rivers, I think it was, um, for their class last year, that one of the kids got hooked. Mm. Domsch's kid hooked this other kid and the in the hook got stuck in his cheek. No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. That just makes me cringe. I, I me too, man. Imagine. <laughs> and the kid that got hooked was here. Really? Yeah, on Friday. Yeah. I'm like, nah, we're not gonna I'm not really interested in any of that. Gosh. Oh man, I bet that was terrible. Oh, can you imagine? Yeah, yeah. His mom was showing me. She's like, "Oh, I have pictures." I'm like, "Yeah, oh, a little queasy." Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. That would not so, be so no fish to deal with. Yeah, you have to like to get a fish hook out. That's like, yeah, it's not even go there. Yeah, Ooh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably better. If we oh don't. man. <laughs> hmm. Ah, I loved your message. Oh, well, thank it you. It was so thank good. You. Wow. I appreciate you saying that. I, um, yeah, it, it had been a while since I preached. Yeah. And so I didn't know exactly, I don't know, like if I would be a little like rusty with talking, but, uh, the one thing I changed this week was I decided not to like memorize the whole thing. Because I thought, usually I'm like so paranoid about it. Like I memorize it and I, like I go through it five or six times. Yeah. But I feel like that makes you a little robotic up there. That mm -hmm. you're kind of like tied to, I'm going to say my lines and, and. Every word. Yeah, this, you're this, just kind of focused on that. But, mm -hmm. but I felt like not memorizing it allowed for more. I mean, I guess it's like the risk of like you're going to lose where you're at. But I think it allows for more kind of, I don't know, spontaneity, more just mm. like natural tone of not every word is planned out, but yeah. like the, the thought is there, I guess, but not. Yeah. So, so I, yeah, I, I honestly felt a bit more comfortable up there. Um, but yeah. And, and I feel like too, just over the course of, of preaching, um, the little that I have done is I'm learning it's, it's a life. I feel like it's going to be a lifelong process of like, I, I wish it was not that way. Like I wish it was like you do it 10 times and then you just, you got to figure it out. But mm -hmm. I feel like, 
every time I do it, I feel like I take like one little tiny step towards improvement, but yeah. like they're just a ton of, ton of tiny steps to take. I wish it was a, a faster process, but, but that's okay. That's, that's a, a good process to be involved in. I um, think so. And I think that also it, it probably, um, it probably protects you from being, getting complacent, you know, sure. or sort of seeing it as r- routine. Yeah. Um, I think about it in, and I don't know, but in, in similar terms as there's this exercise bike that I ride yeah, and it's brutal and it doesn't matter how in shape I am. Mm-hmm. It's brutal every single time because I'm always getting better, you know, mm-hmm. right. Incrementally better at it. <clears throat> I can go faster, you know, for, for longer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it hurts the same every single time. So the first time I ever did it, the fourth time, the 10th time, the 100th time, it always hurts the same, Mm -hmm. but the progress is much, 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 much better. And, and I imagine it's a bit like that in that, um, you know, you're still, you're always learning Mm -hmm. and growing and developing, you know, how you do it. And and it, it it certainly, you may not. And in the same, in the same way, like I don't have anxiety over riding that bike anymore. I mm-hmm. know exactly what to expect. Um, even though I know it's going to be, it's going to yeah. be tough. Yeah. Um, that, you know, you know, what's, you know what to expect and you can just get better and better at it, you know, but it was, it was, it was really fun. It was funny. <laughs> you were so funny. And that eight o'clock crowd, man. Like this was a weird weekend because we it just came kinda, off this yeah. weekend where we yeah. blew, I mean, the, the, People like were falling out of the yeah. doors. So yeah, packed. Mother's Day was man. There, there was a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. It was over four seventy, I think. Yeah, so we almost got to five hundred and per- with online viewing, it was well over five hundred. Right, just yeah, which is wild. And then Sunday, and then we bump into graduation Sunday. Yeah, basically, yeah. Where yeah. a lot of schools right. are are going through, and so we didn't have as many people in. Mm-hmm. But eight o'clock was great, and. um and it's just interesting to me, the, and I know you feel this too, because it's the, it's the personality of the room is so different service to service to it service. Is. It really, yeah, it really yeah. is. Yeah. Logan was saying to me, he's like during the sermon at 11 o'clock, yeah. he's like, these people should be the most awake and alert people <laughs> on a Sunday morning. It's 1130 in the morning, you know, they've been up and I'm like, that's just not the yeah. way it goes. Yeah. 11 yeah. o'clock is a pretty, oh, like it is. A, I can't, I what's the word who I was talking about with that afterwards? I can't even remember who we were talking about with that, but the same, the same sentiment was. Yeah, it was a little, little, little dry, quieter, little, little drier right. crowd. But, but hey, that's, but I guess, yeah, the prayers that, but I got a lot of good feedback afterwards. So, I mean, it's, it's just the prayer that it's, God is still reaching oh, out yeah. to people with his word. And, and, I, and I think it's true. Like everybody, yeah, you know, they're in a different headspace. It just kind of the response, it, you know, we don't always get to see visibly what's happening in people's hearts, but like. God is always at work doing incredible things. And for and that's sure, just kinda, that's comforting, I guess, to always know that. So, and yeah. right in line with your message, right in line with your message, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, um, of, of sowing the seeds mm-hmm. and, um, you know, you can, you can scatter, oh man, some of the, some of the points you made, I thought were, 
were great. You know, you scatter, <laughs> scatter the seeds and not the same way that cockroaches <laughs> scatter when the light comes on. <laughs> but, yeah. um, you know, the, the ground on which you're, you're scattering them, it, it, you know, some, it's going to be hard. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. some of the, some of the seeds are, aren't going to take root, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, um, it doesn't mean you don't right scatter them, but, yeah. uh, but same, same, I, I, similar way in response to, you know, just the, how, how God's root is taking, God's word is taking root, um, based on what you're seeing and what the response is of, of, mm-hmm. of the people, you know, like you say something pretty comical at eight o'clock and like there's laughter like audible you can hear it and then you say the same thing at 11 o'clock and it's like chirp chirp (laughs) chirp yeah yeah that was it yeah honestly at the eight it kind of threw me off because i i mean i wasn't expecting it to be quite that funny i was like i mean it is a joke but yeah that's it kind of took me aback i kind of had to recover a little bit i was like you're like (laughs) <laughs> like what would Jerry Seinfeld do? Yeah, what, would, yeah, what would Billy yeah. Crystal do in this moment? You know, yeah, uh, yeah. But that, that that was awesome, though. I mean, uh, and obviously, too, you kind of feed off the people mm-hmm. that are in the crowd a little bit too. And so, but yeah, that's always uh, interesting. Yeah, just to see from service to service how it how it changes, and and that's and that's some of the challenge too. I feel like is each service trying to. trying to deliver it in, you know, an authentic way and in a passionate way and an excited way. And, and I, I I just, anytime I have to prep a sermon, especially this time where it's two in a row, I just have a ton of respect for what pastor does week in and week out, because that's, that's a grind of creating a message and, and trying to be faithful to God's word each week, Mm -hmm. but also then three, three times on a Sunday morning, delivering that and to do it passionately. And yeah, I mean, yeah, his, I, I, I you know, leave on a Sunday and my voice is tired and like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, so I just have a lot of respect for how he does that week in and week out. And, and then there's a lot of work that goes into that. And I think people recognize that, but, but I think maybe don't always recognize just how much work he does put into, to doing that each week. And so, yeah, so it's, have a lot of respect for for what he does and what a lot of preachers do when they're doing that week in and week out so i heard once that that they're and of course this is just an average i suppose but 20 minutes of prep for every one minute of speaking wow 20 minutes of prep wow you know yeah and and so that's research that's reading that's Mm -hmm. um discerning that's delivering you know Mm Choosing your wording, you know, the, the flow, the tempo, it seems probably about right. Yeah. You know? So if you're going to give a, a 20 minute message or speech, you know, mm-hmm. um, that it's 20 times that in, yeah. in prep and not, probably, all, you yeah. know, not always like the <clears throat> week of, right. you know, not leading right. up to, um, but I, but I imagine that's, that's, that's the way. And, and I think that the, the stakes are high because, mm-hmm. Like you say, if you're not memorizing every word, you know, every mm-hmm. line, um, you run the risk of saying something that might, that you might be like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Or yeah. that's not how I said that was not what I was thinking I was mm-hmm. going to say because mm-hmm. it's live environment. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. And, and in this day and age too, where, you know, stuff is on 
the the net and, and it's just you know it's oh, yeah. you can't take that back once it's once it's said and and, right. and I know pastor too at times you know the next week he'll say hey I you know I said this last week I just want to clear this up and mm-hmm. and I and I appreciate the you know the willingness to do that and just always wanting people to hear it the, the way it's supposed to be heard and yeah, yeah so I think there's a lot a lot that goes into that but and and again going back to what you said in your message and that it, the Holy Spirit does the work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely. So you say what you say, he says what he says, people hear it differently anyway. Mm-hmm. And he and I have actually talked about that on this podcast and that people will walk out or even the week following, I'll say, I love what you said. <laughs> and then they'll mm-hmm. quote him, but he's like, I didn't say that. Yeah. You know? All right. Because the Holy Spirit is <clears throat> alive and working, mm-hmm. you know, and using you, using Justin, um, to to deliver his message, mm-hmm. you know, right. not ours, not, right. not yours, not Justin's, and so it'll always be received differently, mm-hmm. you know. And, and it's funny because he even he's even said because <laughs> we because of this podcast we get to reflect on it, right? And and he said. Like, like I'll bring up a point, you know, and you're like, ah, oh, it's a good point. I should have, I should have made that point. <laughs> yeah. And I'll say, well, but when you said that, that's what made me think of this point. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to make every single point. I mean, there's just impossible. Mm-hmm. You have to shrink these, these, I mean, it's a lot of scripture. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Especially two whole for you. Chapters. He really, yeah. he really got you good, man. <laughs> yeah. Two weeks yeah. in a row. Yeah. Yeah. This week it's three chapters. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got a work cut out for us. <laughs> but you have, to, yeah. you have to really shrink it down into 20 or 25 minutes that, mm-hmm. that, that people can digest and, and, um, will hit. And, um, you can't make every single point. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can trust that the Holy Spirit is going to, um, deliver, uh, not deliver, but, but rather will allow people to receive, it must be you. Um, no way. Take it. <laughs> Put him on speaker. Hello, this is Brady. Uh, good morning, sir. Yeah. You're, you're live on the podcast. You're, brother. Li- you're live on the podcast. Right, Have any thoughts you'd like to share? I thought your sermon was fantastic. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love the way you related it to the uh, the parable of the sower and the seed. I thought that was so creative. I loved it. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, you didn't you uh, didn't even watch it. Be honest. I watched the 8 we were we were awesome, watching it awesome. while we were in the car. The eight a.m. Yeah. was the one to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Nine nine a.m. for you guys. Yeah. All right. All right. Enjoy All right. the podcast. Yeah. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> I mean, that's just perfect. That was perfect. Yeah. I mean, yeah. every every week we've been doing this. This is the 40th, by the way, the 40th episode of this podcast. That's awesome. So yeah. for yeah. 40 for 40 weeks ish, give or take, we've recorded this podcast with very few exceptions on Tuesday mm-hmm. mornings. Yeah. So this guy's on vacation <laughs> and he just decides to call you at 9 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. The the world is still spinning on. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, as if, as if as if we don't know. We're just sitting around. Like, what do we do without him? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. No, actually, I'm glad a... he. I'm glad it made me. It made me think of something. Actually, I'm glad that he. I'm glad that he called. Yeah. Who do you yeah. think would win one on one between the two of us? Oh man, I, I had a feeling this might come up because. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been hearing about this. Uh, that this has been a, a back and forth on on the podcast for a while now. Yeah. But, oh man, I should probably not wait in this discussion. <laughs> the fact that you don't want to weigh in on it. Yeah. Tells me that I, I know what your answer is. <laughs> I, I, I value uh, my, my friendship and work relationship <laughs> with both of you too much to, <laughs> to complicate matters. I'll so. tell you what, though. It, this is interesting because I think that you would be a very good objective referee. Mm. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll referee if I you guys you set this thing up. Yeah. I mean, your character is beyond reproach. Like, <laughs> you could, like, you know... Like, well, thank you for saying that. I mean, I, I wouldn't be fearful that you have money on either one of us. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some yeah, of my give, friends, I kind of. Give me I, a whistle, get me a, a shirt, and I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> Decided. It can never happen. Yeah. Well, yeah. never. It'll never happen. Yeah. I, I mean, I think there could be a cool fundraiser. There'd be a lot the of money raised. That could go. There'd be a lot of money raised behind this. Maybe, but the yeah. damage, the unintended consequences, would be right. too great. <laughs> yeah, maybe like a, a Grace Hill one-on-one tournament, like a op- that would, open well, invitation. That would be good because he'd get out early in the tournament, so he and I would never face. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd make it to the end, of course. So. He'd be in. The, he'd be. In, he wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> You wouldn't make it to the final four. Yeah. Uh, cause we, should, we should think this through. This could be interesting. The, the dream big uh, basketball tournament. So. Um, I have a question back to, your, back to your message. You know, again, again. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he, he just brought it up, um, how you related it to the sower. What, what got you there? Like what, took, what got you in that direction? Yeah, it's kind of interesting. So um, kind of in my own personal reading, I've been, well, so we do a Tuesday morning Bible study Mm -hmm. where there's a group of men, about 10 of us that meet on Zoom every Tuesday morning. And um, we're going through the gospel of Matthew. And then in kind of my own personal reading, I'm going through the gospel of Mark. And I kind of got stuck on the parable of the sower for a few weeks. Just, Just something about it just kind of kept in my mind. And this has been, you know, a few months back that this started and it was just still kind of fresh in my mind. And so as I, as we were reading through chapter eight and chapter nine, Mm -hmm. it was just kind of like, man, this guy, Simon, he, he kind of, he's really excited about it, but then he like falls away kind of. And then, you know, like the, the guy that the Ethiopian that, um, Philip meets along the path, like he just doesn't understand. He needs someone to explain it to him. And as I went back and read through that parable, I was like, man, this really seems to kind of fit the personalities and then the Saul, you know, the thorns and just the, the issues that were kind of choking the gospel out in his life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then too, that, um, in the first part of chapter eight, it talks about how Jesus followers were scattered by the persecution. And, and I was reading in a commentary that he's like scattered talks about sowing seeds. And so and it was just like a few different things that I believe the Holy spirit was, was at work kind of yeah. guiding that process. And, um, so yeah, that, that was just, it was really cool that it mm-hmm. kind of came out like that. And, um, so yeah, yeah, I appreciated being able to, to share that message and, and, and you know, you brought up the work of the Holy spirit. That's one thing after the fact, I was like, I felt like I didn't emphasize that enough. Like just the, the action of the Holy spirit. Um, you know, we've talked before that I think sometimes that 
third person of the Trinity kind of gets forgotten a little bit. And so as I was kind of reflecting after the fact, I was like, I wish I would have maybe emphasized that a little more, like the work of the Holy Spirit to come into our hearts to, you know, change the soil, prep the soil, get it ready for those seeds to to fall. And, and so, yeah, if anything else, I would have maybe brought that up a few more times just to emphasize the work of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit all together mm. doing this work of spreading the gospel and, and making it grow and using us to kind of tend it along the way. So, right. Yeah. No, I thought, I thought you made that point mm-hmm. yeah. really, really well. And, and I, I took that point home. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you know, just like we're here, I mean, this is an opportunity to, to emphasize it a bit more. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. we can only do so much, right. You know, like the weight of it is not on us. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can, you know, we're called to be faithful mm-hmm. and, and to serve and to, uh, to reflect and, um, and ultimately mm-hmm. be used, you know, yeah. we're the yeah. branch. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And without, <clears throat> without mm-hmm. the vine, there will be no fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's, and, and it kind of got me thinking, it was kind of cool this morning. We, we had the men's Bible study this morning mm-hmm. uh, at six and like we were going to jump into, I think Matthew chapter five today, but somebody asked a question about the work of the Holy Spirit. Well, cause we started with, and um, we looked at just the catechism, what it says, uh, uh, apostles creed, the third article talks about the Holy Spirit. And then there's like this beautiful explanation that, that Martin Luther gives about, I believe that I cannot by my own wisdom or strength come to Jesus, but the Holy Spirit calls me and enlightens me. And, and we got into this pretty significant discussion about just the work of the Holy Spirit to work in our hearts, to, you know, bring us to Jesus, to bring us to God. And and it was really a, really a cool discussion just to hear people's thoughts. And and I, I think that can be a challenging topic sometime about like, well, do we choose him or does he choose us? And, and that, that gets oh, yeah. debated a lot, you know, and, and that's a, a big topic. But what we kind of landed on was just, you know, at the end of the day, we just were thankful that God is at work in our hearts to, to bring us to him and, and thank God he comes in and comes into our lives and, and does that for us so that we can come to him and come to faith and, and, and live in his kingdom and, and be his children. So um, just it was a cool conversation about just that work of the Holy Spirit to to stir our hearts, to change our hearts, to mold our hearts, to shape our hearts, to <clears throat> do whatever he has to do to, to draw us into him. So, yeah. It's probably an interesting group of guys to yeah. talk, talk with too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of wisdom in that group. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's Cause I mean, there's the, like the, the pat, theological answer Mm -hmm. but then we get to talk about well how does that play out when i'm having this conversation with my neighbor and 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 that's when it gets that's when the rubber meets the road and that's when it's like well you know those are tough (coughs) conversations sometimes and you know you bring a lot of grace into those conversations and Mm -hmm. yeah you present the present the truth and and pray that the holy spirit would take it and work with it so man i heard i heard this described in in one of the best ways, and then I've heard it before as well, but but just recently I was listening to a podcast, and uh, Michael W. Smith was on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, <laughs> guy, he's been around for forever, you know. <laughs> yeah, okay, and he's still 
still doing performing, it. Performing, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a lot more gray than he used to be. <laughs> still handsome as ever, that fella. In fact, they 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 mentioned that he was on the cover of People magazine as one of the fifty most beautiful people in the world. Are you at serious? some point in time, oh, like in the nineties or whatever, <laughs> or eighties, I don't even know. Wow. Um, but he made such a great point, and it wasn't just the point that he made, but it was also how, just actually how he stated it. When he was being interviewed, you know, by somebody mm-hmm. about some relevant social mm. topical issue of the mm-hmm. day, yeah, and how uh, how the Christian church is at, at odds with with mm-hmm. maybe the what is perceived as the majority decision or, or the majority mm-hmm. thought, you know, right. opinion, right. And he just said, you know, it's not my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, just look in the book. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Just look in the book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'll never be able to. I'll, I'll go go out and listen to Net Positive mm-hmm. uh, with John Christ and and uh, his interview with Michael W. Smith is really really good. Mm-hmm. Um, is that Justin again? <laughs> <laughs> is this is this what your day is? I bet it is. That's how it's shaping up today. <laughs> no, I'll, yeah, I'll give give these guys a call back. But how, how he how he worded it? Um, I think it just was brilliant. You know mm-hmm. that it isn't on us. Yeah, you know? we can just be used mm-hmm. um, in in a way that that God's calling us to be used and and be faithful. And um, mm-hmm. and diligent, but it's not our truth. You know, there's a lot of this talk of my truth, my uh, oh goodness, my reality, my truth. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there isn't that. It, there's the truth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and uh, so we don't have to know everything. Oh, Brady, you made the best point. You mm. made such a good point. No, you said yeah. we don't have to. <clears throat> oh my gosh. You said you don't have to know everything, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you just have to know more than the person you're talking to about mm-hmm. the, about the subject and not in a way like I know more than you, not yeah. that way. Yeah. Um, when you're, when you're lost and you're helping somebody who's more lost, right. That's still helping. Right. You know? Yeah. I loved that point. Yeah. Oh, it was so, <laughs> it was so well said. Um, and of course, you know, if you're trying to outrun a bear you don't have to be the fastest you just have to not be the <laughs> slowest you know but but that it's it's very 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 true mm-hmm. we don't have to know everything to um to evangelize to yeah. um to speak the truth into the lives of others you don't have to know all the mm-hmm. answers the answers are in the book right just yeah. point people to the book yeah um, yeah and I, and I remember Actually, one of our elders, um, Ryan, he made a good point afterwards because we kind of made that analogy of, you know, the person that knows 10% can learn from the one that knows 30%. Mm-hmm. And and he was saying, too, like, well, even if even two people that know 10%, they might know a different 10%. And so they can interact with each other. And here's the 10% I know, and here's the 10% you know. Yeah. And 
and, and I and I don't know if I made the point at all the services perfectly either, but the point too that it's okay to say I don't know. Like when you get oh, in conversations sure. with people and they ask a tough question, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know about that, but but let me look into it and then, you know, go find resources, come come to your church leaders and and ask for guidance and 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 we certainly don't have no all the answers either because everybody is always learning more mm-hmm. about God's truth, but but I think there's just, you know, just value in realizing that we all have something to offer and and to share that. With. Yeah, I I've, I've brought up the, the this concept of you know my dog doesn't know anything. <laughs> like to my dog, like we, we are infinitely smarter than than our dogs, right? Right. Yeah. But we love our dogs and they love us. We've got this great relationship. They're called mm-hmm. man's best friend. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, 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 and we have all this love for them and care for them. And they know that we love and that we care for them and they love mm-hmm. us back. I mean, you, just, yeah. you can, you know, that there's that relationship, but if, if we're sitting here, uh, you know, working on a computer, the dog's just sitting there staring at you, they have no concept of what you're doing mm-hmm. and that's okay. That doesn't mean they don't have value. It doesn't mean they don't have loyalty and love for us, you mm-hmm. know, and vice versa. They, they know, they know that exists. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I'll say this, that mm-hmm. there is a, I have a deep desire to learn more. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not going to find myself in a situation where I am unwilling to or afraid to speak truth into people's lives mm-hmm. and have those conversations with them because I'm just completely ignorant. Yeah. And I know that I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, I think there's so much to be learned from just having the conversations too. Like, even if you're going into that conversation as the, the teacher, so to say, quote unquote, like just interacting with the other person that might be learning from you, like they're going to bring up points that you probably haven't thought of before. Mm-hmm. And, and I think there's, there's something about you have the knowledge, but there's, there's art in delivering it in a way that reaches people too. Yeah. Right. And so I, I think, you know, if you're avoiding those conversations because you think you don't know enough, like, honestly, those are going to be your best teacher sometimes is those conversations. You learn, well, what do I not know? And, yeah. and maybe I learn more about how to, you know, how to, how do I share this message in a way that people can receive it and interact with it and, and appreciate it. For sure. Or, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it makes me think of uh, the fact that, you know, if you're in a blowout, if you if you're in a blowout game of basketball, mm. to go back to basketball and mm-hmm. how I would blow Justin out, um, <laughs> yeah, let's go back to that. let's go back to that. Let's talk more about it. Uh, he, you don't learn anything about yourself, your teammates, the game if you're blowing a team out. Right. You don't learn anything about yourself, your teammates, or the game if you're getting blown out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's those close games. Um, where you learn, you know, mm-hmm. and, and even in the, in the losses, maybe more so actually yeah. in those losses that you learn more about yourself as a player, more about your teammates and more about the game of basketball and the coach. Um, if, if you're in a close loss, mm-hmm. you learn a lot. Yeah. Um, and what do those close losses make you want to do? Well, they make you want to go back to work yeah. and learn more and study the game and work harder. Um, where if you're getting completely blown out, you know, you might just get dejected and walk away from it. Mm-hmm. And so don't be afraid to get into those close games and come out 
a little short, you know, come yeah. up with short, a bit short um, at the end of it because that's a motivating thing for you to get better, to mm-hmm. learn more, to dive, to dive in. And so if you get caught, it's happened to me mm-hmm. just, uh, at Starbucks. Yeah. I'll never forget <laughs> it either. I'll never, ever really? forget it. This guy, uh, real smart guy, um, he's a documentarian, mm-hmm. filmmaker. Okay. Yeah. Smart, mm-hmm. interesting, you know, yeah. creative sort of guy. Um, but yeah, he, he asked me a question and I got stumped mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. Didn't have an answer. And I felt really humbled by that. And I was like, I am never wow. going to get into that situation again to that degree about that topic. Never. So it was motivation to for sure dive in. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Next time I have a conversation yeah. with him, Mm-hmm. Or the next time I have a conversation with anybody, I'm going to be more prepared this mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And how do you get prepared? Well, you live in the word. Right. You read God's word. Yeah. You pray. Um, and let God do, do what he does. Yeah. You know? I think there's, yeah, a lot of truth to that too. And it'd be easy in those situations to just chalk it up as a failure. And like, you could have gone the other route. I was like, I'm never... I'm never having conversations about this, which again. is like a blowout loss. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I'm done with this game kind of scares you away or, but just, yeah, just the value and learning from all those circumstances. And like, I, I mean, I think it's easy too. We want things to work out perfectly all the time and just kind of giving God that room to work in a way that doesn't always make sense to us. You might walk away from that conversation saying, man, I, I blew it. Like yeah. I probably ruined that person's faith or whatever mm-hmm. it might be. But, but maybe you planted a seed that you're never going to see the growth. Like we don't always get to see the, the end result. But, but I mean, God, he's, you know, I'm, and he, he can work through anything and all things. And so I think, yeah, just, just having that confidence too that, man, I, it's a good thing it's not me creating the growth because nothing would nothing would ever grow. Right. right? Like yeah, think, we'd crumble under the weight of that responsibility. Think, yeah. For sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's good. But, hmm. Yeah. You crushed it. Oh well, yeah. You took, you took man, all that's... this material. <laughs> like I remember talking to you last week. I, I texted you like, <laughs> where I read it. like, where are you going to go with this? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, it, it was, it was great. And, and it was, wow. a, it was just, it was fun. Like I, like I told you after that first service, it was, it was like, it, mm-hmm. I had a good time. Like yeah. watching that message, watching you deliver it, but also just learned a ton, taking it in. And, wow. and so the good news is we get to do it all again this weekend. Yeah. We get to yeah. do it again. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and then we get to sit here again. Right. A right. week from today. Yeah. And, uh, and then, you know, about halfway in between, uh, during this, you know, Justin will call you and interrupt us again, <laughs> yeah. not knowing that we're here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah. appreciate you, man. Awesome. Thank um, you. Appreciate it. Thanks, yeah. thanks for being a, a great leader of, of Grace Hill and, um, and for, uh, for really just, just smacking it out of the, out of the park on yeah. Sunday. Um, now, you know, that now the expectations now are the really high, right? That's right. That's right? Don't tell me you didn't think about that. I bet you did. I bet you're well, like, Oh yeah. man, I got to do this again next week. And yeah, <laughs> which again, like I said it before, but just speaks to, like after two weeks in a row, I'm going to be like, I'm glad to see you back, Justin. Cause like, <laughs> you know, I mean, that is just, that is a grind and there's so much work that goes into that week in, week out. And, and I think, you know, and Justin too, I mean, he sets the bar super high. And so 
I mean, I'm sure he feels that pressure too of like people are expecting expecting me to kind of give him a powerful message. And, yeah. and I'm sure that pressure is a lot to, to bear at times. So, um, but yeah, but again, uh, we, we take comfort in knowing that God is the one hopefully speaking through us. And, um, you know, I just, yeah, just pray that that'll continue to be true. And we know that he'll work through, uh, work through his means and his word as he sees fit. And we're just along for the ride. That's right. It's a good one. So. That's right. We're on the bus. Yeah. 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 We're yeah. on the bus. So, well, God bless you. Yeah. And uh, look forward to Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Aaron. And, and yeah, join us. Join us for, do we usually say kind of a join us for worship? Have yeah. at it. Eight, eight o'clock, nine thirty, and eleven yeah. at two zero two seven five Honeysuckle Drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone is welcome, and we we hope that you'll come check us out and and see what Grace Hill Church is all about. But we'd love to have you join us. And we'll probably have room again this weekend because we get another graduation, big school yeah. graduating this weekend. So yeah, yeah, there'll be room. There's <laughs> always room. <laughs> Good week to check us out. That's right. <laughs> thanks, Brady. Yeah, thanks, Aaron.